Well, hello and welcome to this week's podcast. This week it's all about the eclipse cleanup and another new moon. Welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin Boland, an award-winning astrologer and the Sunday Times best-selling author of books including Moonology and creator of the Moonology Oracle Cards. My intention for this podcast is to help you understand how you can create your dream life using Mainly Moonology, the moon, as your guide. So let's start off with the concept of the eclipse cleanup. It's something really important for all of us to do at the moment. Whatever you've been through in the last month while we've had the eclipses, now is the time to just shake it all off. And honestly, when you come to do things like this, it's no good just setting the intention. It's no good just writing something down and burning it. You need to shake it out physically. So what I suggest you do is you get on YouTube and you find something called shaking. (laughs) It's a thing. And basically watch it and do it. Shake your body every day if you're going through SHIT, post the E-C-L-I-P-E-S, eclipses. Um, So this week we are actually going to be sort of even more officially out of the eclipse season because we are going to get the first lunation post the eclipse season. Uh, We're going to be getting the new moon and it's going to be taking place in the sign of Sagittarius. So let me tell you where it's what time it's taking place around the world. So let's start with um, L.A. So Los Angeles, 23rd of November at 2.57 p.m. New York, 23rd of November at 5.57 p.m. And just by the way, um, the 23rd is Wednesday. London, Wednesday, 23rd of November at 22.57. That's 10.57 p.m. on Wednesday. And in Sydney, it's actually taking place because of the time difference um, on the 24th of November. So that's Thursday at 9.57 a.m. So what are you meant to do? Sorry, there's a machine talking in this room. What are you meant to do with the uh, new moon energy this week? Well, the first thing is to remember that every new moon is a chance to start all over again. Okay, every new moon is a chance to start all over again. So have a think about where in your life you either want to or need to start all over again. Chances are there's something in your life where you need to start all over again. Now, if you're a member of my Sun, Moon and Stars uh, membership, soon to be known as the Mainly Moonology membership, um, have a look this week because we will be uploading your new moon info sheets. Pick the one for your rising sign and it's all done for you. You can find out where the new moon is. Uh, what the new moon in Sagittarius is all about and where it's taking place for you, depending on your rising sign. If you are not a member of my sun, moon and stars, and I strongly recommend that you should be, um, I think we're going to, we can open up the offer for the $1 one month trial. Uh, I'll give you a URL, um, moonmessages.com forward slash SMS one SMS for sun, moon and stars, and then the number, the digit one, you'll get a $1 for one month trial. Um, we'll put that in the show notes as well. 
but you know, basically what you need to know, it's a new moon in Sagittarius. So uh, even if you don't know where it's going on in your chart, which would be extremely useful information, at least know the mood and the energy this week is changing as the sun moves from the sign of Scorpio and into the sign of Sagittarius. That's actually not going to happen until November the 22nd, uh, which is Tuesday. So if you're listening to this broadcast on the day it comes out, because it comes out on a Monday, then uh, it'll be happening tomorrow. So let's have a look as well at what this new moon is all about. So as I said, it's taking place in the sign of Sagittarius, but Perhaps even more importantly is the fact that it's taking place conjunct the planets Mercury and Venus. It's actually closer to uh, Venus, just slightly. The new moon is taking place um, at one degree of Sagittarius and Venus will be at nine degrees of Sagittarius and Mercury will be at 10 degrees of Sagittarius. Now, let's just break that down a bit. So starting off with the fact that the new moon is always about new starts, okay? Now, Mercury is the planet of communications and Venus is the planet of love and abundance. So if you know you need to have an important conversation related to love or abundance, I would personally try and leave it until after the new moon if you possibly can. I gave you the times of that at the start of this podcast. Um, but if you can't, don't worry because these things, as I always say, are not light switches, okay? They, they don't switch on and off. And in fact, even if you listen to this on Monday, the energy is already very much already building towards the new moon in Sagittarius conjunct Mercury and Venus. So yeah, that's probably one of the very best ways to tap into this energy uh, because, um, you know, it, you, honestly, chances like this don't come along every day of the week when we get a lovely new moon making a harmonious aspect um, to Mercury and Venus. And also um, note that Mercury and Venus themselves are also harmoniously aligned with Chiron, the wounded healer. So suffice to say, if you've been through the mill during the eclipses, if life has been a bit, you know, sucky, um, there is a strong chance to start to turn things around this week. There's a good chance, uh, you know, I used, I always say, I used, back in the day, I used to be a journalist, you may or may not know that, and um, I at one point was doing, I, mainly I actually did celebrities, just for the record, that was my, my thing, I used to interview celebrities from, from all over the world, interviewed all the big names, and I really enjoyed it. Um, but then journalism took a kind of a dark turn for the worse and I didn't enjoy it anymore. But, you know, I also did at that point, probably when journalism started to go a bit down the tube, I started doing more relationship articles. Um, it was back in the days in Australia when Clio was still around, but I used to do them for magazines like Clio and Cosmopolitan and New Woman and Women's Health and all that. And I remember saying to either myself or someone else at one point, you know, I ring all these experts every time I'm doing an article on relationships. I ring all these experts to ask them, you know, what what should you know what should people do in this situation? You know, if if the sex is drying up or your husband's, I don't know, cheating on you or 
you're fighting all the time or, you know, whatever the relationship issue of the, of the issue might have been. Uh, and the relationship experts would always say the exact same thing. The answer is always communication. And, you know, that is the case. It's always important to communicate because if you don't communicate, you end up not knowing what the other person's thinking. And that's when troubles can um, break out. So this new moon, it's really important to note because it is taking place conjunct, not just Venus, the planet of love and abundance, which is sweet and kind and lovely most of the time, um, but also near the uh, communications planet Mercury. So it's really a very important time to talk any issues through. The other thing that I wanted to give you uh, this week, there's two more things actually. One is I wanted to give you a little bit of information about the fact that Jupiter, the planet of good luck and good times, is about to start moving forwards again. Okay, so that is really powerful because, um, you know, when Jupiter is going backwards, I mean, they do say there's no such thing as a bad Jupiter transit, but in, in for my money, it's always better to have Jupiter going forwards if you can. Um, I mean, you could argue that Jupiter going backwards is good because it means you get more good luck in one part of your chart for an extended period of time. Uh, but at the same time, if you're looking for something to shift, if you're wanting to start to move forwards again, Jupiter moving forwards will grease the wheels, so to speak. It will make things easier. So Jupiter is going to start moving forwards again in the sign of Pisces. And uh, this is sort of like the last hurrah of Jupiter before it will finally change signs um, in December and move into Aries for an extended stay. Now, Jupiter is going to go direct on the 23rd of November. And uh, as I said, it's going to be in the sign of Pisces. Um, now, one thing to be aware of as well is that um, this is basically giving everyone a last blast of good luck wherever you have Pisces in your chart. Let me just quickly run through it, okay? So if you are Aries rising, listen to your rising sign. If you don't know your rising sign, you can listen to your sun sign, but you're better off going to moonmessages.com forward slash free chart, moonmessages.com forward slash free chart, and you can find out your rising sign for free. I'm going to assume you know your rising sign, but otherwise just, just hear your sun sign. So if you're Aries rising, it takes it's taking place in your fear zone. So you might feel that some of your fears are coming up, but you might also feel that some of your fears are finally, finally being allayed. allayed. If you are Taurus rising, then this is taking place in your 11th house. So if your social life has been a bit rubbish lately or you haven't been surrounded by friends lately or your wishes haven't been coming true lately, all that can start to change now as Jupiter gives you one last blast of good luck when it comes to social life and hopes and dreams. If you are Gemini or Gemini rising, you are going to get a last blast of good luck the most, the biggest you'll get until uh, for about another 12 years uh, in your career zone. So it's all about career and ambitions. If you are moon child rising, Cancerian rising, uh, it's a really good last chance for you to um, really between now and the end of December, have a getaway, take up a course of study, just see the bigger picture of life as well really won't hurt. Leo or Leo rising, for you it's a last blast of good luck to do with sex and money, in particular uh, 
you know, your sex life can pick up, your finances that where other people are involved can improve. Just be careful you don't overspend on your credit cards. If you are Virgo rising, then it's in your love zone. Woohoo! So uh, that's kind of exciting. It gives you another two months to really get your love life uh, going in the direction you want it to go in. If you are Libra rising, it's taking place in your sixth house, which is your daily work and health zone. So that's actually quite nice. It's good news for you. Um, on a daily basis, it's like life is going to be just that little bit more fun. Um, but actually what, what's going to happen when uh, Jupiter moves into Aries is also going to be quite nice for you as well. Um, if you are Scorpio rising, then it's a last blast of good luck for you when it comes to romance, creativity and children. So what are you going to do with it? Get out there and have some fun. That's your fun zone. If you are Sagittarius rising, then you'll feel this extra because um, Jupiter is your ruling planet. And for you, it's a last blast of really good times and, and good fun and the chance to get things right when it comes to home and family. Capricorn rising, a last blast and chance for you to uh, really try to understand the power of positive thinking. Uh, it's huge and it's not about spiritual bypassing it's about working through your fears and then trying to focus on not trying to then focusing on the positive if you are Aquarius rising then it's taking place for you in your second house which is cash property and possessions so you're getting a last blast of good luck between now and the end of the year uh, with cash property and possessions and finally if you're Pisces rising this is your Last blast of Jupiter for the next 12 years uh, where um, you've got lady luck on your side, great time to travel, great time for study, great time. You've just got, um, you've got the universe on your side during this, during this cycle, which lasts until the end of the year. Now, if you're hearing this and you're thinking, oh no, I've only got two more months of good luck in this part of my life. So what I want you to understand is that it's not like that. What you need to do is you need to, it's a bit like getting a plate spinning, you know, like if you're one of those plate spinning people who goes on, you know, Britain's Got Talent or whatever, it's get that plate spinning. And then while, when the Jupiter changes signs in December and moves into Aries, which will be different for everyone again, um, you know, it's basically a chance for you to um, get that plate spinning and keep it spinning after Jupiter changes signs. Um, FYI, if you'd like more information, I am actually holding a uh, workshop, a one-hour workshop on, um, well, it's this week. I'll give you the address to get to my workshops. It's moonmessages.com forward slash workshops, moonmessages.com forward slash workshops. And uh, you can buy the workshop there for $29, I believe, um, American, or you can sign up to my Sun, Moon and Stars membership, soon to be the Mainly Moonology membership. And, uh, and you can, for a $1 at the address I gave you before, moonmessages.com forward slash SMS1, link is in the show notes, and, uh, and then you will get it for free. So if you're already a Sun, Moon and Stars slash Mainly Moonology membership member, um, don't buy it because you're going to get it for free. So I wanted to um, finish by giving you three ideas, and I will expand on these in the workshop, three ideas for the um, sort of the, the divine beings to work with for the new moon. Um, and also in the workshop, I'll be giving you... Um, I'll be giving you chance as well. So Durga, the goddess Durga, is always good for all new moons. Very important uh, to remember that. Um, 
she gives us courage and strength. She's very, very good to turn to at the new moon. Also Ganesh or Ganesha, depending on what how you want to say it. Um, I actually interviewed Vedic um, expert Michael Mastro in Carlsbad a couple of weeks ago, and he says Ganesh, so I think I'm going to say Ganesh moving forward. Ganesh is the Hindu elephant god who's all about helping us overcome obstacles, but is also really useful uh, as a, a sort of an empowering um, energy when we're making new starts. And uh, the other um, chant, which I'll, I'll just say it out once for you, and again, I'll give you more details in the workshop. It's Om Namo Bhagavate Vamanadevaya Namaha. That is the chant for Jupiter. And the new moon this week is in Sagittarius, which is the sign that's ruled by Jupiter. So any of those are going to be really, really good for you. You can just print them out, put them on your altar uh, like that. Um, and then, as I said, yes, so Jupiter will move forwards this week. And by the way, November 21, 24 and 25 are all particularly good for a healing conversation. So quite a big week. If you do want to come to my Jupiter workshop, I would love to see you there. Moonmessages.com forward slash workshops or... Um, if you're already in the Sun, Moon and Stars slash Mainly Moonology membership, you get it for free. And if you're not a member, moonmessages.com forward slash SMS1 for a $1 for one month trial. Have an amazing week. Lots of love.